ESPN 1420, ESPN1420.com, and the ESPN 1420 app. Welcome back into the show, everybody. I'm Scott Prather, and joining me now, the Sunbelt Conference Defensive Player of the Week, the Walter Camp uh, College Football Defensive National Defensive Player of the Week. That would be Raging Cajun linebacker for Rod Gardner. Uh, how are things coming off of that win against Iowa State? How you feeling, Farad? Uh, I'm I'm feeling really good. The the team morale is up. The team is excited to come out and play next week. We're all just uh, ready to get in and work this week. Uh, we all know we're capable of, and we want to just go out and continue to execute at a high level. Well, you know, it's been uh, uh, quite a journey for you in college football leading up to this moment. Um, all your experience over the last few years and transferring and off team, on team, having a performance like that and just being on a team now ranked in the top 25, on a personal note, from your journey to right now in this moment, what how would how would you describe this moment in time when you look back at your last few years in college football? Um, I would say this is a true blessing, just to see all the, the trials and tribulations I've been through, um, the ups and downs of the past few years, and and just to see how far I've come and how, how much I've grown in the amount of time I've been here at, at the University of Louisiana. Um it's just a, an ultimate blessing to, to be able to go in a, a stadium and play a really, really well team and be able to come out victorious and everybody on defense and offense play at a high level. And we all played for each other, and it, it definitely showed on Saturday. So I think the sky's the limit for this team, and I'm excited to be a part of this organization and I'm ready to see where we can go. I know um, when when fall camp started, Coach Napier told us you were recovering from an uh, an off season shoulder surgery. How are you feeling physically? I mean, you look fine Saturday, but it's easy for us to say that when we're just watching on TV. How do you feel? <laughs> well, after the game, my my shoulder was definitely sore uh, to say the least. Um, but I mean, I was to be expected. I was my my process was a lot faster than than expected. Um, but I was just ready to go play. Um, I just had the mindset that I was playing in the first game and. Nothing was going to stop me, and that's exactly what I put myself through. So, um, I think uh, I think uh, with with time, it'll it'll definitely continue to get better. But after the game, it was definitely sore. You know, for um, I'm looking at you know that linebacker crew with you and Chris Moncrief and and McCaskill, uh, just to name a few. You know, a lot of you guys are from other parts of the country, so. You guys ever get together and say, "Man, it's great down here in Cajun country," or do you ever get together and say, "You know, things are a little different down here, but we kind of like it"? Like, what, from a culture standpoint, what's the journey been like, and and uh, how different is it just from from your roots? Uh, well, it's it's definitely a lot better out here in Cajun country. Uh, the the food is is a lot better than than Dayton. I can tell you that for sure. But I mean, like me and guys like Lorenzo, we we definitely love being out here. Uh, we we get along with guys like Chris, who is from Mississippi, and and uh, Quibido, who's from Lafayette, and then we got Lucamian, who's like from Monroe. We all have a great bond in our room. Um, I, I want to say our, our room is, is one of the funniest on the team, I would like to say. Uh, we all get along, and we all spend a lot of quality time together. So um, just, just being out here, uh, we all do things together all the time. We don't really look at um, things here as compared to back home. Uh, it's really just enjoy the time we have together here with your brothers. I think that's one of the biggest things that we've worked on again this year, just with everything we've had going on, because you never know what, what can happen. So cherish these moments that you have each other with each other and every day you have with your brothers. With nine tackles, one sack, two quarterback hurries, uh, you had quite a stat line on Saturday. What was the biggest key uh, to your success as it relates to the rest of the defense on Saturday in the win against Iowa State? 
for um, uh, myself personally, my, my kids were trusting my eyes and, and playing fast. I think the biggest thing my, my coaches were preaching to me going into the game were, were just play to your abilities and, and play to your highest potential and, and trust what you see and go get it. Um, I think the biggest improvement for me um, in this offseason was my, my footwork and my eyes. And um, I think that definitely showed on Saturday. And it was able to help me out, and I, I feel like it helped my play. Uh, with the, with a new D coordinator in there uh, and Patrick Tony previously and Ron Roberts, uh, I was certainly a good debut for him. What's that transition been like? Um, has it been pretty seamless? Have there been some some bumps in the road? You know, in in, in terms of having a new DC. Uh, not really any bumps. Coach Tony is a guy. He's a, a guy. He's a, he's another guru. Uh, very smart. Very young. Um, very, very wise. I can always go to him about any play call he has in the playbook, and he knows exactly what to tell me. He knows exactly what I'm doing, what the Jack is doing, what the weak safety is doing. Just a very bright-minded coach, and it's, um, as soon as he got the job, we were all excited for him, um, excited to see what he was going to bring to the table, what, what different aspects he could bring to the defense. And on Saturday, he definitely showed that he can call a great game for us. He can put us all in the, in the right position to make plays, and, and I'm excited to see how we grow throughout the season. Farad, you've been on a, a few different college football teams, whether it be Mizzou, whether it be JUCO, high school. Your whole life you've been playing the sport for the most part. Uh, and, and you know, previously to this year, some other Raging Cajun teams. In terms of the emotional um, offseason and fall camp that it's been for a variety of reasons, how would you compare this team in terms of its uh, closeness uh, in comparison to some other teams that you've played for in your life? I think this might be one of the the tightest groups of, of complete teams that I've been around. Um, that that 2015 group I was with at Missouri, we were all a tightening group as well, and we we were uh, really close. A lot of people in the team hung out with each other, but this this group this year and uh, uh, the last year's group we hung out as well, uh, collectively as a group. But I want to say this year has just been on a whole new level. Um, the amount of work and the amount of time we put in this year, just with with everything that's going on, it's just uh, remarkable. Um, like in the, the summer workouts where it's voluntary, everybody's showing up. We might have one or two guys not showing up. And the only reason they're not showing up is because they're on the contact trace list for the, for the virus, or they may be tested positive for the virus. So just the amount of time this group is, is putting together throughout all the adversity is just unbelievable. And see how it paid off on Saturday is just a, a great blessing for this team. And I'm just excited to see how we Farad Gardner, Rage Cajun linebacker, Walter Camp National Defensive Player of the Week. Just a few more for you, Farad. Then we'll let you run. I know you got a film study you got to get to. Um, speaking of which, you know you guys are preparing for Georgia State now, and I know Coach Napier said, and he told me as much yesterday too. We we enjoyed the win. It was nice. We had a nice plane ride back, but it was back to business on Sunday. Uh, coming off of a win against a ranked team on the road, now being ranked yourselves, how do you guys how do you guys guard against just, um, I guess, enjoying the moment but not relishing it in it too long because you got a lot more work to do and a lot more goals on hand. Well, just like Coach Napier said, uh, we enjoyed the playing right back on Saturday and got right right to business on Sunday. On Sunday, he, uh, we got installed red zone defensively for, for Georgia State, and we looked at a few of their formations. So we went out Sunday and had a walkthrough practice where we lined up in a few Georgia State formations and got to saw a few visuals of what they lined up in and what I like to run. So we definitely flipped the switch, and it was time to lock in on Georgia State. Um, it was definitely a great, great opportunity to go up there and, and get the win in Iowa State and, and to come back in the plane and see that we were ranked. 
but I mean the the business is not done. It can the the ranking system is is great, but it can easily go away just as great as just as quick as it can. So we just got to come out this week on Saturday and dominate at a high level. Fred Gardner has been our guest. Lastly, when you get uh you know some individual recognition, albeit from writers or coaches, whether it be the Walter Camp National Defensive Player of the Week or a Sunbelt Defensive Player of the Week. Um, I, you know, different players kind of take that differently. Some love it. Some say it's no big deal. When you get word of things like that, what? how do you feel? How does it make you feel? Well, it, it made me feel special. Um, it was a very special moment for me. Um, I was very surprised to see that I had won. Well, I got called for the award. I got picked for the award. Um, just with all the teams that are playing right now and all the talented players that are out there defensively and offensively. So to see my name get picked without the, throughout the, all the college football and all the competition that, that played on Saturday was just a, a, a great blessing. And it just shows that all my work isn't going in vain. It's definitely paying off. And I just got to put in more time and put in more hours and continue to grind and continue to grow and try and be a, a better leader for this team and this defense. And so um, I think I can – really show myself even even better on Saturday, and that's what I plan to do. Final question, Farad. You uh, you mentioned that the linebacker group uh, you think maybe be the, might be the, the funniest on the team. Who's the single funniest player on the roster? Single funniest player on the roster? Um, it's kind of hard. We, we've got some guys on this team now. We've definitely got a, a handful of characters. Uh, Chauncey Manek, he's, he's always funny. Taylor Humphrey. Um, Jaquan Nelson. We got a lot of funny guys in this defense. Zion Hill, Braylon Trahan, Lorenzo, Chris, uh, Joe. Joe's always very comical. Me and Percy, we, we sit together in, a, in all the meeting rooms. Me and him always have a great time together. It's just, it's a real collective group, and I, we all get along with each other so well. So it's it's hard to just pick one individual as the, as the funniest guy on the team just because we have so many jokes in between all of us. And it's not just, it's not like certain cliques you have on certain teams you know it's it's everyone it's it's a collective group so it's a uh, it's just a it's great for the team it's it's a lot of funny guys fraud gardner has been our guest the uh, rage occasion linebacker sunbelt defensive player of the week walter camp fbs national defensive player of the week fraud um congrats on the win and the success but uh, i know you guys got a lot a lot of work in front of you i need to let you run i know you guys got film study among other things but appreciate you taking the time man continued success and uh, we'll talk to you down the road all right Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much.